Hello, my love, my lovely, lovely people. What's up, lovely? <laughs> Lightning in a bottle, baby. Um, yeah. Welcome to Style and Direction, a mentor podcast without the stuffiness. This is Ethan M. Wong. And I'm Spencer Adi, the other host. That's right. And we we love you. <laughs> we do love you. You're lovelies. <laughs> That's right. We um, We love your lovelies, if you know what I mean. What does that mean? You know. I told you. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you know what I mean. I said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Search in your brain and you'll you'll figure it out. <laughs> you'll unlock it. You'll unlock the key. It's like, love, it's like the, the love key. It's like the ending of The Graduate where like you like you like you don't have to add, you don't have to wonder what happens at the end. You know it. You just think you got yeah. it. What's, you got it. It's like the ending of Sopranos, too, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like the ending of Sopranos where Tony gets married and he's sitting on the back of a bus with his new bride. And then... Their um, smiles fade. Simon Garfunkel. Yeah, Simon Garfunkel starts playing. (laughs) And then just cut the black. And Tony's like, hey, Carm! I've never seen The Sopranos. I think think that... It's a good show. Yeah, where is it? It's on HBO. Oh. Okay. May- yeah, you may- should you maybe- should give it a shot. I mean, it's like you know, there's like a lot of it. It's like seven se- seasons. All the episodes are you know like an hour long. There's Sopranos. Se- Deep Space- I mean, over in <laughs> England. <laughs> yeah, there's Sopranos Deep Space Nine. There's Deep Sopranos Space- Voyager. There's Sopranos the Bad Dude, Batch. Dude, I w- yeah, I want I want to see yeah I want to see you know like Polly Walnuts getting into more adventures or whatever. That's what I want. Yeah, you want to see him fight the the Romulans. <laughs> I, I want to see Polly Walnuts fight the Romulans, and he's is like, "Hey, real... don't we got to go back to San Francisco? <laughs> Can't the the whales or whatever?" <laughs> what? I don't know. Isn't that a Star Trek? I haven't seen any fucking Star Trek. Isn't that a Star Trek movie? They have to go back to San Francisco and do something with whales. I don't. I don't know about whales, but I know that at the end of Into Darkness, like they crash in San Francisco. Okay. Like, well, like... I'm talking about. I'm talking like one of the like the older movies. Uh, oh yeah, we'll, we'll figure this out. There's this is we're yeah. doing an on cinema. We're literally doing an on cinema bit right now. <laughs> I've never seen the star, original Star Trek movie. Yeah. We keep saying we're going to do it, but we never. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be a whole series. The sad cast voice watch Star Trek, and it's not really about clothes. <laughs> yeah, because they don't we're, wear clothes in the future. It's it, it, hey, we just had the, the future menswear episode. So, <laughs> yeah, uh... and, we, and we said everyone's gonna be naked, so. Yeah, and naked and watching Star Trek. The future That's of the future. the future of menswear is you're gonna take your clothes off forever, forever. <laughs> hey, Side that that Liberano gone. suit looks pretty good, but it would look better crumpled up on the floor. <laughs> just 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 as a mass on the ground. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, uh, today we are talking about. I had no segue. I'm just gonna say it. We're talking about practicality and utility uh mm-hmm. it is something that like all the other episodes kind of just goes hand in hand it's like it's like we're, we're moving towards some sort of menswear end game and we have to go through infinity war first so uh whatever oh, that man. we have like 20... a bunch of a bunch of us are gonna die like half of us actually <laughs> yeah at what point does a bunch become half um, I guess 50%, when it's right? one out of every two people. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's that's the real answer. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> didn't need didn't need a mathematician or a philosopher for that one. No, or nor a mathematician. Mathematician? Yeah, it's a guy that practices math magic. I don't. <laughs> what? 
It's oh, it's, I don't know. It's just like a thing that it's like, um, I, when I was like learning math as a kid, there was some program where it's like, we're going to teach you to be a math magician. And I think there's like a Simpsons joke about this too. That sounds like what God warned us about. <laughs> Does like, it, he's like, hey, listen, don't mess with, he, he was like, <laughs> I'm putting trigonometry in here, but don't go deep, too deep into it. You're going to find some, some dark secrets in there. Dark state secrets, more like dark state secrets. Trigonometry has a bunch of state secrets, so it's wait, it's the shape of a Q. There you go. We're gonna follow the white rabbit. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, come on, Ron Watkins. Come on, show him. Come on, get on the podcast. Would would we have him on the podcast? I mean, what the fuck would we talk to? I guess we could. He's into watches, as we discovered. So I guess we could talk to him and and Jim about watches, maybe pens. This here's a Montblanc pen, and it's uh, <laughs> that, that's that my Jim. That's, that's my Jim Watkins impression. Can you do a Can you do a Ron? Because he's just kind of like a soft spoken guy. Yeah. Uh, it's it's basically like the uh, I don't know. I'm kind of doing like a like a They're weird kind Obama of the same thing. Voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, hey, let, they, let me be clear. I am Q. <laughs> uh, let me be clear that I used to do it uh, anonymously, uh, but but never as Q. Uh, never, <laughs> never as Q. Q. Yeah, <laughs> check out Q into the storm. It's on HBO. Yeah, it's Fun a good thing. show. It's like um, The Sopranos. <laughs> yeah, it, it cuts to black. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, today we're talking about practicality utility. This is you know, I think a lot of what this this you know twenty twenty one or late twenty twenty you know episodes have been about is kind of like us going against a lot of what we've heard about. Uh, or like a lot of like the quote critiques from normies that we get about menswear, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. oh, menswear can't be slouchy. Boom. We did that. Oh, uh, don't have a menswear Instagram account unless you're trying to make money. Boom. Like we are talking all about the kind of stuff. And I mean, I is... like getting into these kind of more like, you know, abstract topics just because uh, I mean, you know, as we as we've said the entire history of the podcast, it's hard to do a podcast about fashion because it's all visual. This one's yeah. just like, yeah, it's like, you know, this warrants a discussion. Yeah, we're not exactly. just describing the shape of lapels. It's we're describing the shape of life, the shape of water. <laughs> describing actually, the shape of water. Yeah, yeah. Oscar winner. <laughs> yeah, what's uh? Oh man, I'm trying to think of a Michael a Michael Shan quote from the movie, but I'll, I'll, I I love I love candy. I love eating candies. <laughs> Commie bastard! <laughs> like, I'm gonna cut off my finger. <laughs> all I can think of is I will find him. <laughs> I think I will I mean, find him. That's he says. Uh, people say that a lot in a lot of movies. Yeah, I'll common find line. Him. Yeah, I was talking to I was talking to somebody and they were like doing the cliche. They were talking about like dialogue and they're like, oh, you know that cliche, like, oh, how are you doing <laughs> or something? And I'm like, that's just a phrase that people <laughs> say. That's not a cliche. <laughs> why are we always? Why do we? I hate I hate saying that. Oh, like we're cool, but like why are we always up against? I don't people know. People. Who don't... He's just got like he's just got like CinemaSins brain, man. He's just got like he's just seen too much CinemaSins and now thinks that any common phrase is a cliche. Like if you go, hey man, what's up? Oh, you're saying that now. You're saying what's yeah, up you're, to me? You're getting that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I like I like this episode topic because this is um, you know. We kind of started this with with Milsurp, right? We kind of talked a little bit about the useful mm-hmm. practicality. I mean, that's basically utility, right? Of of wearing Milsurp, and we said that we were going to do a workwear episode. I don't know if we are still going to do that because this is probably going to go into that. Yeah, as I well. mean, they, and also we're 
sneak peek. I mean, we're doing a big jeans episode in the future, which is probably gonna incorporate it. Is that gonna gonna be dead? Wait, is that gonna be denim or is it gonna be jeans? No, it's jeans. It's jeans. Okay, Okay. I can't. You you guys should know I write so much about everything. I cannot write about denim as a whole, and I already did shirt denim shirts. So that's true. I can't. You know. I still I still have a denim jacket. I still have the one hundred one J, you know. So I might I might write about that bad boy at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, you know, this one comes, you know, the practical and utility aspect of menswear comes because a lot of people say that you can't do it, especially in regards to tailoring. Now, obviously, I wear tailoring more than Spencer. I probably have more stuff to say about that because I wear it more on a daily basis. And you guys see it. I I wear it almost no matter what I'm doing. You know, if I'm at mm-hmm. home, if I'm hanging out with Spencer, if we're going to a bar, if we're going to a museum, if I'm going to trivia, you know, I still wear tailoring. And I always thought that menswear is practical. And I say that with a big caveat. Like, we're not, like, us saying you can change this car tire, you, can, you know, wearing this. Thing. We're, we're, we're not trying to, like, justify us being into menswear by saying, oh, no, it's practical. But I think there is kind of, like, a prevailing attitude among people who aren't <laughs> as deep into clothes as we are that... Uh, people who take a lot of time like a lot of care into their dress put a lot of care into like what they wear uh are usually not prepared for you know what they're gonna be doing yeah um like i mean you know it's like lame to compare like complain about like stereotypes on tv but it's like you know an episode where everyone's going camping and then like one guy shows up and yeah like schmidt or barney or like uh uh, yeah aziz ansari's character you know glamping Mm -hmm. or whatever yeah and i think maybe hey i never i never even thought of that but maybe like social that's like culture has like kind of defined that you know like even even the whole the whole idea of fraser is that he is woefully unprepared for like real life right like he is just yeah. some some rich you know italian suited guy right a lot especially niles too um and i do think you know so i've always wanted to do an episode on this because I think that a lot of menswear guys go on the opposite side where they try and make menswear sound as practical as possible and where they're like, oh, well, yeah, suits have pockets and we'll get into that. But like mm-hmm. menswear is half utility, half practical, also just used to, uh, aesthetics too. Like you can't, we're not going to oh, deny absolutely. that, you know? And I, I, think, I think like, one of the- I mean, it's like, I, we'll get into this more in a second, but I like practical things, but the, I mean, as with always, the first thing that draws my eye, literally, is the aesthetics. Yeah, we, we talk about a little bit about that in Spencer's camping, like when you help them pick out what to wear in a couple of the bonus episodes. Um, mm. And, you know, and it's, yeah, it's, it's always going to be both. And I'm reminded of, I think the first time this ever came up with like our friend group and this is, you know, predates the, the discord. But I remember I was like, Oh, the tide sorter is kind of fun. Like I, I want to bring it with me. Uh, I don't want to wear it all day. I'll tie it around my, my, you know, on my shoulders and it looks kind of fun. It's kind of douchey, but whatever. And I remember like getting into it with all this a little bit where he couldn't like, and, I got, and I, it's not just all this because a lot of people were like, I, "Why would you even do that?" Like, it's just it's so. I'm like, it's completely I, superfluous. It's just yeah, like and a I'm like, it's there. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, technically, like if you want to really get into it, technically, it's practical because it's like, I don't have a tote bag with me all the time. Like this is before I used to start bringing it with me. Like you could, I could wear it. It would be there if I needed it. And it's kind of warm. It's kind of like a scarf. Like how, if you wanted how to. How often? How because how often did you wear it though after you had it tied around your neck? I just kept it around my neck. I just, yeah, okay. <laughs> but you could have. You could have if it got yeah. cold. Yeah, I mean, because it's like, I don't know, like like the this this whole, like like a lot of episodes, this episode makes no sense because 
at the end of the day, you just, just wear whatever you fucking want. But this is about, this mm. is kind of like us, like, proving to those normal people out there who can't even, fathom, like, completely can't even fathom it, that menswear can be practical. Okay? Or even that there's, like, an, that you can find a balance between practicality and aesthetics. Because, again, I think a lot of, a lot of people just kind of... You know, like it most like entry level like athleisure or outdoor gear made today looks pretty bad in my opinion. Yeah, um, and I that could be why, right? Like that's mm-hmm. we're so accustomed. Like like cargo shorts are so ubiquitous with like being like an awful fashion choice, and they look. I mean, and they look awful. Like the typical like nylon ones with the zippers. Like yeah, that looks like shit. But obviously there are good, like, you know, we see like tech wear variations of it or even like the Gurkha shorts or even like the, yeah. the Milsert pants with the, uh, you know, with the, po- like my, the hip pockets on the outside, the M43s or whatever. Um, those are kind of the same idea, but they, they, they just look cooler. And there's a lot that goes into it, right? Like, like material probably plays mm-hmm. into like, you know, co- like cotton twill HBT versus like some like really light waterproof nylon, you know, like there's, there's and a I mean, this is also, there. this is also kind of California centric because we live in the perfect environment just to wear cotton year round. Cotton is like the perfect fabric for us, but um, we, we also drive. So com- yeah, yeah, exactly. But in a lot of parts of the country, uh, you do need like, you know, cotton isn't the best, especially in like the winter months. Yeah. Uh so sorry every everyone who doesn't live in California. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um but I mean yeah, so I like I think like a lot, a lot of people kind of get this, this wrong idea because there is this big like you know contrast between utility and a good and, and aesthetics in the mainstream, right? Like mm-hmm. you you don't go to J Crew to get hiking clothes. They might have like a shoe there, you know, but yeah. You're not you're it's, not really doing that. And, you're and gonna also, you're, you're not gonna going... want to go to like REI if you want something like you know real, right? And you're not gonna go to REI for like your date night shirt, you uh-huh. know. And and I think you know, and this has been going on for for a long time as, as things get more specialized and and you know as as fashion gets devo- devoid um, from utility. Because I mean, before right, like, we're, and we're gonna do this in the future about like you know, old thirties <clears throat> aesthetics or details, but like you know, like sportswear was derived from menswear yeah. for a long time until maybe about like the fifties, you know, that's what started to kind of divide. And so as guys who collected vin, uh, as vin, vinswear, <laughs> vintage menswear, vin diesel. <laughs> yeah. Collecting vin diesel. Um, we kind of have that already in mind. And I think a lot of like classic menswear guys today also have that in mind. Even if, even if they don't collect mm-hmm. vintage, they still kind of, you know, approach it that way. And, you know, obviously the number, the number one thing is, the men's where you get at the, at the mainstream, the people who have these ideas, they're probably picking like overly fine fabrics. Like, they're probably getting suits that are super, you know, light, lightweight and fine in that sense, yeah. right? You know, like like super. Which is, I mean, it's like unless you're going you know. to a specialty, unless you're going to a specialty place, that's what you're gonna find. Right. No. Exactly. Like, there's it's, not. Yeah. There's not a huge market outside the enthusiast market for anything other than like fine wools. Yeah, yeah, because that, that's what they think people want, right? Like, and you're not getting that same kind of, you know, you're not getting like a Huddlesfield thing. You're not getting Fox Brothers, which are made, you know, to be denser or whatever. You know, you're not, you're not getting that. You know, this is like whatever mm-hmm. the fucking cheap ass, not well, I don't know how cheap exactly, but you know, like the the super super fine um, wools are what you see, and yeah. 
sometimes you see flannel, but like that's not popular. People think, and people and people always think like, oh, that's old man. See, like it's it's weird. You can't really win. But that's that's number one thing. People people can't, you know, they can't wear these like H and M or J Crew or or Hugo Boss suits and do it and wear it in the same way that like you know the classic menswear one is too. Um, mm-hmm. You also can't do it if it's too slim. You know, like that that's that's not that's going to be literally constricting and. It's going to wear faster because it's so close to the tension points on your body, right? Like, it's cut close, you know? It's not going to... Of course, you're going to treat it more delicately. And this does kind of get into, like, a lot of the details that we do like. Like, we prefer, like, big, you know, pockets on coats, big pockets on shirts, stuff like that. um, Because it's practical. Like, you know, obviously, we think it, like, looks cool. But I think think some things like like that, first and foremost, we both like because it's... uh, it's like it's it's a practical thing. Yeah, and and that's that's probably why, not that probably that is literally why vintage clothing has lasted so long. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've said this before, but like, there's a reason why you know you can a- apart from stains, a vintage like suit, cotton, linen, whatever, they were made heavier. Yeah, it might be too hot, a little bit hot to wear now, but that there's a reason why they're still there. They're not like destroyed, you know. Mm-hmm. They were, and, like, built to last. Like, there was an expectation um, back then that when you bought something that you could have it for, you know, 10-plus years. Yeah, um, exactly. And so, yeah, everything everything was made to last. Mm-hmm. And that's something that's kind of... not. I don't know about lost now. I, I don't think that we have as much planned obsolescence as we think there is in fashion. I mean, I think it is. But... It's, yeah, I think it's like kind of lost maybe with suits just because they're no longer a thing that people are wearing all On the, the time. Yeah. So it's like yeah, like a J. Crew suit very well could last you 10 years now, but that's only because you wear it like, you know, like three times a year or something like that. You right. Know? And so well, let's talk about this on the flip side here, because I think that a lot of menswear guys get into this. Uh, because they want to quote dress better than they did before, and that typ- mm-hmm. that typically means dressing up, and so, you know, like when you see this kind of stuff, um, in like the the hashtag menswear, you know, the, even the people that we follow, they're still a lot more focused on like the fine stuff, even from like a wider fit classic standpoint. It's still not as much like cotton suiting, yeah. you know, whatever, and that's uh, you know, and th- and that comes down to what a lifestyle, and I you know. I think we've we've gotten this a little bit before with a couple of people, maybe in the Discord or even our friends, where they say, like, you know, I can't wear that all the time because my life doesn't do that. And I'm like, well, you just have to figure out what that is and then find a mm-hmm. way to pivot your clothing to be like that. Like, you know, if you're used to wearing, like, you know, a hop sack jacket, which is, a little, you know, it's nice, but, you know, it can be a little bit fine. Right, compared yeah. to something else, wouldn't want to, wouldn't want to, like you know, do too snag. much. Snag, yeah, you don't want to get the yeah. snag on something. I mean, I've um, had like I've, I, my hop sack jacket has snagged on my like side tab trousers. Um, right. Yeah. So you know, it it's it happens. Yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, it's like yeah, I, I get that part of it, but like you know, like oh, I want to wear like that's why I wear like cotton jackets or like you know, or cotton silk linen stuff or whatever, something that's a little bit different, and. I think what we get from a lot of people is that saying like, oh, that's too casual. I'm like, well, you can't, mm-hmm. you got to pick, man. You got to figure out what you want to be because yeah, it's for like me, complaining. Like that, that's fine. Yeah. Complaining. It's like, oh, I can't, you know, do anything in this like fine wool suit. It's going to, it's going to rip. And then it's like, okay, we'll wear something that's a little bit sturdier. It's like, no, 
Yeah. Then don't com- then don't complain in the first place because that's yeah, clearly exactly. what you want. Yeah. You know, it, it's about, you know, having this it's about like trying to think about it in terms of practicality like and and in the end of the day like if I, I could wear a navy cotton suit maybe this this won't apply if you're like a lawyer okay just whatever but i could probably wear a navy cotton suit to an interview and no one would say hey that's a cotton suit that's not a wool suit you're mm-hmm. too casual you're fired you're not getting the job like that's not that i i don't think that'll ever happen like i i i literally don't i don't think you. that pe- i think that most people who aren't into suits probably wouldn't notice that it's not made of wool like they would just think, oh, that's wool, because that's what suits are made of. Yeah, know? no, exactly. <laughs> and so when you realize that, I mean, it's like you know, it really opens yourself up to buying things that are that that can be more practical, that can be more useful, that, that mm-hmm. will last a long time. Like I, I do think you know, if you're a hard, you know, if a guy who wear, if you're a hard guy, if you wear clothing <laughs> a little bit hard, you know, cotton might be a good, good alternative to like a wool suit. I mean. I wear cotton suits more often than my wool suit just because I know that I do stuff in my cotton suits, you know? I I wear Okay, so let's, let's just go to lifestyle stuff now. So, yeah. For me, you guys know I wear ties and stuff, everything like that. Um I wear my suits, I wear them all day, I pocket fist everything, I, I keep cameras in my pockets, I keep my big ass wallet, I don't know if you've seen it, but I have a really big, like, I have a breast pocket wallet, I have a trifold wallet that, that has, like, a snap on it, you know, it doesn't really fit in the back pocket as much, so I put it in my, my chest pocket. I have, like, multiple cameras with me all the time, like, I have it on my chest, and if I wear a wool one, it might, you know, it might, cat the friction might, might, might catch on something, you know, or whatever. It might I have, catch on fire. Yeah. Because uh, of the friction. Yeah, it's so hot. Um, I have like a canvas tote bag that you know if I, it's your canvas can be rough, and if you put it on your shoulder, maybe you start like rubbing against the wool. But on cotton, it's okay, you know. And and mm-hmm. and thinking about thinking about clothing in terms of in terms of like what you're gonna use it for, um, is is totally fine. And I think that you know if I was being super practical, yeah, I mean you could wear a t-shirt and and shorts and you know sneakers, and that that would be quote fine. Yeah, but. I'm able to kind of mix the two together and still be like appropriate and still be true to myself. And we're going to get to authenticity probably in the next episode, but that's kind of the way that it becomes both aesthetically pleasing for me and practical for me, you know, like I, oh, I think yeah, it's, it's not really that hard. It's not that hard. I think to, to, to do this, you know, I no, I don't think so. And I mean, like, I think, I think, I mean, as you said at the at the top, a lot of this I think does come from being vintage collectors and people that like you know poured over like old photographs or whatever, right? For like inspiration, um, because I mean, a lot of the stuff that we're wearing were <laughs> just the practical garments that people were wearing fifty, sixty plus years ago, you know. Um, and I don't know. It's it's again like it's just like kind of things that we look for in tailoring. Like, um, we like a lot of the cuts of older clothing because, again, it was kind of more connected to, uh, like, tailoring. Like, the, yep. the proportions of tailoring. Wider we chinos, like wider shorts, exactly. stuff like we that. Like, yeah. We like 100% like natural fibers. Um, it's really hard to get. Obviously, it's hard to get, like, you know, work clothing, athletic clothing, uh, outdoor stuff that doesn't have, like, you know, like moisture wicking, you know, polyester, nylon, stretched, whatever, which again might be more practical. But I think you and I just kind of like the feel of like a hundred percent cotton or just like natural fiber. It also in breaks in better. 
Oh yeah, you know, and it's like uh, maybe some people don't like want their stuff to break in, but out of the, I think the extra dimension that you get, like when you've had something for a really long time, and it conforms to you and changes a little bit, I th- nothing beats that. It's always going to look uh, absolutely than, and that, like a fine wool suit, and that's what <clears> makes it you know practical, right? Like like yeah. the idea that you can still wear it across different things, and you kind of you touched on this a little bit, but like, um, but yeah, people don't want it to be both ways like they, they it has to be specialized for them you know mm-hmm. like each each one and i think that that's so dumb <laughs> yeah i mean i uh, also kind of like think what's like cool about like old school practical clothing is again just because there wasn't you know it wasn't broken down into like oh this is you know this is spe- spe- specialized for this task or whatever you would have people just you know wearing whatever they had they would grab stuff from the closet that's like oh this could take a beating or whatever this has a lot of pockets um and it wasn't like i'm getting my shirt to do that's my special shirt to do this um i think a lot of this is like really about just like living in your clothing and like not being afraid yeah not being afraid to just like wear it you know oh yeah i mean that's that's you know combating the idea that clothing can't be practical is so important because once you do that then, then you'll be able to wear whatever you want at mm-hmm. all times you know um and the idea of like moisture wicking yeah i think yeah people are just so afraid of being so like oh anything becoming unkempt or like whatever and i feel like that's the maybe the biggest part that that that, that makes them not want to think of clothing in practical use right like it has to be yeah. specialized um number and uh, also on that note I don't know if anyone sweats that much. Like, I don't... I, I mean, I guess hyperhidrosis is a thing, but, like, wear a fucking undershirt, dude. Like, like... Yeah, I, they make undershirts for that. It's easy. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd, you know, I'd rather have, like, a slight poly... and Probably not, but, like, I'd rather have, like, a poly blend undershirt than a poly blend actual shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, it just it just doesn't make any sense um, in terms of you know and like th- those shirts like I don't know like they always like pill like they always like they have like a weird like they don't I don't know they, they just feel weird you know they, yeah. they, they don't feel like as long lasting as like a hardy oxford or something like that you know Um, but yeah I mean I think also people just don't really think that they're no let me rephrase you're li- like you're not literally gonna go from the boardroom to a hike. You're never. That's never gonna happen to you. Okay. Yeah. Like you're not gonna like. Oh, I need something to carry. Like, dude, you probably have some sort of messenger bag or a tote bag with you. Like, you're not. You don't really need everything to be so, um, you know, super practical. Um, mm-hmm. And you could make that argument like, oh, well, then I'll just change, right? Which is fine too. But you know. I don't think you want a giant wardrobe either. You want a wardrobe that's like kind of versatile and we'll get into versatility yeah. later in a second as well. But you know, it, it really helps when you look at menswear beyond just being tailoring. And first off tailoring is practical. Okay. Like there's so many pockets in there. Yes, exactly. Like we're going to get into this, I think in a little bit more detail soon but what is the difference between an unstructured say cotton or like maybe a heavy if you're in a different climate like heavier tweed uh sport coat and a short coat not a whole lot it's like three pockets you know you even get the bonus of two maybe three maybe four inside pockets um i love i love throwing on sport coats like obviously you don't want to do like actual work or like a hike in it 
But if you're going to be carrying a lot of stuff around and just going on, you know, like walking around in the city or whatever. I mean, uh, the, the, a, a sport coat, I think, is a really great jacket for that. People wore them like like yeah. like you always say, like like reporters, you know, like rather than like a military jacket, people would still have it like they have their pockets full mm-hmm. of like notepads and pens and shit. I mean, you you do that. I, I do that whenever. Yeah. Whenever I wear a suit, I like have stuff in my pockets. Yeah, I mean, me too. Other than my, my wallet, my keys, like, I've literally got, like, maybe, like, an extra roll of film. I got my sunglasses in there. Mm-hmm. You know, I got my phone. I got a pen also because just in case, you know. Um, I don't need, yeah, yeah I don't need, like, a, a suit that has, like, a fucking 100 hidden zip pockets in it and a place to, like, charge my earbuds or whatever. Like, it's fine. I don't need that. I... On that note, I, when I was a kid and I used to wear cargo pants, I would always be scared. Maybe it's because like I did that thing where like you know you overcharge like your DS, so then like uh-huh. it, the battery doesn't last as long, you know. So I remember, uh, and I also think that when you're a kid, time feels so long. But mm-hmm. like, <laughs> and also we didn't have cell phones. But like I remember like going to the movies and before before AMC A list and everything before you could like pick your seat like you would have to get there right when the other movie ends so you could sit right in the middle so like you know like cuz you got I, the I hate... you got the prime seats yeah exactly and so like oh what do i do and you know your dad you know my dad would like buy popcorn like okay you got to wait here you know save the seats you know put your so i would like have these cargo pants cargo shorts or pants i think they had a zip um but you have like your ds your little cell phone that your dad uses for emergencies, uh, yeah. the Ziploc bag full of different DS games, a Ziploc bag <laughs> full of uh, <laughs> full of batteries. batteries. Yeah, <laughs> were they all do. new? <laughs> no, <Okay>. no. <laughs> yeah, um, but I mean, yeah, I, I think I've always had that in mind, and so that probably has translated to I bring like. I probably don't need, like, three cameras on me, but, like, okay, I need, like, the main camera. I need my film, like, my film SLR. I mean, and you I mean, know like, that I shit. love to carry carry shit with me. Like, in my car, yeah. I have a back, I have a suitcase with, like, a change of clothes, like, toothbrush, toothpaste, deodorant. Like, <laughs> I, I have probably only had to use it, like, once. But, yeah, if I'm ever, like, stranded somewhere or just need to change of clothes, I have it, and it makes me See, feel safe. I, I, like I used to have jeans like that, but I realized I just never wore them. I just gave them away or something because mm-hmm. it just felt like... I also, this is a men's birthday thing. If I was stranded, I wouldn't want to wear those. Like, I'm like, I, I, I don't want the last thing people see of me to be, like, <laughs> some low-rise jeans and some shitty-ass yeah. sneakers, you know? Um. But no, I, I I totally get you. I mean, I I still carry like my tote bag with me full of like bat like like you know charger USB stuff. Yeah. But the difference is that, is that it's cool, <laughs> you know. Like I think, and and even then, like I could like you know like the suits that I wear, everything. I think that you know this is, it's so practical. Like like I know a couple of guys. I I remember I've said this before. I remember on Dapper Day, um, and this is before when I would wear like I hated this, but. I think I would bring like my 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 camera bag, and it was one of those camera mm-hmm. bags that's kind of small, and it fits like the camera, like that T shape, you know, like vertically with the uh, with the lens facing down, you know, and it have like like the little like foam partition, so like it fits in perfectly, and you zip it, you zip it up, and I hated it, but like I thought that that's what you had to do, right? Like you, like you know, your dad would have the camera bag on his back on like trips. And I, it would be weird, like, my first, one of my first ever Dapper Days, I was wearing, and I'll find a picture of it, I don't think I'll have a picture of it with my camera bag, because I'm pretty sure I put it down, but I'm wearing, like, my brown fedora, navy jacket, cream trousers, and I've got this fucking, like, you know, camera <laughs> little bag. Little backpack. Little yeah. backpack thing. And, 
I we met this guy for the first time. His name was Dylan. Uh, he's still like you know kind of around, cool vintage guy, and mm-hmm. he was like. This sounds. I told Spencer like immediately after because I don't think Spencer came to the Dapper Day, but uh, we were wearing. Um, I was wearing. Um, I was wearing that, and he was wearing like a Palm Beach DB jacket with navy trousers, Panama hat, and he had like you know he's kind of like an old soul. He had like his newspaper in his pocket. He had like his glasses case in his pocket. It was like you know kind of bulging out, and I was like whoa he's using the pockets man like that's crazy <laughs> and like that always kind of stuck with me i wish i wish i kind of got more and more into that uh, and i i do it now where i kind of have a tote bag because i remember when i went to new york i still had like my my canvas uh camera bag with me uh, and spencer had a tote bag and this is before i ever bought a tote bag and i was like man i mm-hmm. wish i didn't bring that because it just doesn't this doesn't go it, it didn't look like a filson as good you know what i mean it was like some cheap ass canvas messenger slash camera bag and everything um but yeah you know i think when i went to new york and uh, when i went to japan i kind of I, you know i got used to using my pockets more and you know mm-hmm. it, it's still a, it's still a continuing journey because like you know like i'm sure like all of you like i still don't want to be super... the po- your pocket journey yeah the pocket journey you know um but yeah, when I went to Japan, I would wear I wore my jungle jacket. We'll get into that. But like I put like everything in those pockets. I didn't even have anything in my pants pockets because I kept taking stuff out because like you need to use it like on the train. So I use the train to go everywhere. You know, you I gotta mean, it's have... easier to get stuff from your jacket pocket than it is your pants pocket. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and it's yeah. you know, and I don't know. Maybe it's because like I'm a photographer. I love snapping pics of my friends. So, like I gotta have like my phone at the ready. You know. Um, especially, yeah, Japan, New York, whatever, like, you know, you're constantly using the subway, constantly using the bus. It's good to have it in like your breast pocket to take out, you know? And, uh, yeah, you know, I, I just started seeing or paying attention to, to these people who would use these classic menswear items. It doesn't matter if it's short coat mm-hmm. or, or, or tailoring and they would just use it. Like I, there are lots of pictures of my friend Ryan who, yeah, he had a tote bag, of course, to have like his iPad for illustrating, but he also you know, put his fucking, like, you know, his, like, Copic markers in his pockets, you know? He mm-hmm. he had, like, sketchbooks and pencils in there, and it's so cool. And, you know, if we're talking about authenticity in the future or, like, POV, I always want to be, like, that kind of, like, artsy menswear guy, photographer, or whatever. And the way you signal that and get use out of it is literally by bringing the pieces you use to make art with you at all times. You exactly. Know? So, you know, yeah, Spencer has his, you know, notepad for reporting or whatever. I've mm-hmm. got literally, like, all my cameras, film rolls, and everything on me. And tailoring works just fine. Like, you, you know, obviously pay attention to the fabrics, you know. You know, don't, I don't know if it'll work with, like, a skinny fit Zara suit, but, yeah. like, a wider, a I wider mean, if trouser, you get, if you, you get know. the, if you get the right stuff, um, then, then a suit or sport coat can be very practical. And do we want to talk a little bit about kind of like what makes it practical now yeah i mean first off i mean like it sounds bad but you know having having not just not sport coats but just clothing in general like oh yeah yeah practical clothing yeah well i mean for for tailoring you know since we're on it you know obviously like open weave stuff but like a Mm -hmm. heavier fabric like not not too heavy like i like chris which is that's how that's how vintage fabrics were they tended to be heavier but they had a looser weave so they were more breathable okay yeah 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 that, that that's yeah. you know that's kind of what it was like you have like these like 
air, air text basket weave stuff. I don't know what you call it, but like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's more practical. And I, that's why I liked, you know, when I worked at Ascot Chang before, I liked going through the fabric books and finding, okay, this would be good to use as a suit or a sport coat because I would wear it all the time. Like, I, I just immediately discard anything like you know super like like seven ounce like super 120 i'm like no like it's got to be like eight yeah. to nine you know that's perfect open with crisp air is like right there it's got it's dense enough um but still open weave to be practical i mean it it might not be the coolest fabric you know it's not like you're wearing a t-shirt obviously but it still helps it can take a beating i did snag uh because i had my tote bag and i used to i used to put pins on my tote bag and there was an errant um you know that's right yeah yeah an errant uh prong and it did snag and you know maybe if it was like a thinner one it probably would have made it worse but it it, luckily it was like very small um i don't think it's worth to get rewoven for that small piece but like it's okay you know it's 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 fine Mm -hmm. and i can i feel because it's so dense i feel like i can put stuff in my pockets and you know it's 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 got this high twist or whatever so it like it springs back it doesn't wrinkle as easily and it feels fine you know i i might wear it even today and if you don't see it on my stories it's probably because uh i didn't decide on wearing it but you know it's stuff like that like, like the <laughs> well if you're listening balloon. if you're listening to this episode when it's coming out you're not going to see it on your stories because this was like a month ago when yeah a month ago when we're yeah. recording this is a month from when this comes out or something yeah exactly yeah. Um, but you know, like, yeah, there's, I, 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 I hung out with Chris and you guys will probably see this in my story, but like, um, I, I you guys have, have seen this in my story, but <laughs> I have worn, like, I had like my camera bag or my camera on my shoulder and everything. And you know, water, water bottle. Like I, nowadays I don't care how it looks. Like, I think this is like the full, like progression of pocket fisting. Mm-hmm. I will, I will go out there with like wallet keys, camera, water bottle in my pocket like i don't it's it's practical like who cares you know what i mean like yeah it's, just, it's like it i don't want to hold this water bottle all day <laughs> it fits I, in I, my pocket why yeah, not and i don't and unfortunately like i think this is before in our bag one none of my bags have long enough uh straps to hold on my shoulder so i have to always hold it and i'm like okay i don't want to hold anything i'm gonna put it in my pockets mm-hmm. uh, but let, let's talk next about like okay the other stuff now work i mean chore coats chore coats ultimate right like that's yeah right i mean we talked about this like okay yeah sure maybe like sport coats you don't want to invest in them because they're they can they're good ones are pricey or don't work with your wardrobe uh then get a chore coat like you know like uh like a a french moleskin blue chore coat is like great and goes with every everything um i have my my denim i have two denim ones i have one super beat up one that i got Mm -hmm. from uh raggedy threads in la which is pretty cool i might uh be selling that one so i guess hit me up if you're interested and then what a more uh a, a normal looking one that i got from uh, a friend of the pod, or I guess friend, yeah, patron, friend of the pod, whatever, uh, Henrik, which mm-hmm. is an incredibly practical garment. Um, especially if you get one that's like kind of similar in length to a sport coat. Uh, and hey, we, we've talked about this before, but the, the reason we like longer sport coats and longer coats in general is another practical thing. And it's because it's easier to put things in your pockets and get things out of your pockets if it's longer. Um, yeah. Oh, that's but yeah, yes. longer chore coats, big pockets. Like my my Sears tr- chore coat that I got from Henrik even has a big inside pocket. It's like incredible. I love that jacket. 
Yeah, I I remember my 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 even my uh, Uniqlo one that I brought like the jersey knit kind of poly blend, unfortunately. But I wore that to Japan, and that had like the three outside pockets, and then it had mm-hmm. one inside one. And that was like the inside one I used for like my passport, like the more important stuff. But it was still like. I can still grab it easily instead of like oh, oh yeah. I I also wore like my teenage jeans and those they're so they're still stiff because I just I don't know I think the more the <laughs> more I wear it the more I realize I don't know if it's like that wide that exact wide leg is for me and especially the sturdy denim, um, and uh, but anyway I uh, yeah I, I I didn't want to put anything in my well jeans the other pockets. the other issue with the oh. teenage jeans which I still love shallow. and still wear but well shallow this pockets. is yeah shallow pocket bags which is why you have to wear a jacket with it. Um, yeah. I am seriously considering taking them to a tailor and getting the pocket bags replaced. We keep, because we keep saying this. I know it's going to happen. It's eventually. pretty crazy. It's kind of, I mean, I feel bad trashing the brand because I do think it's a really cool it's, gene. It's, they're and dead also though. It's I not, mean. they're not here anymore. <laughs> they went yeah, out of business. Right. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's a huge uh, minus. Yep. Is the um, shallow pocket bags. Yeah. I think, I mean, honestly though, like a lot of men's wear, like yeah, pants are cool, and I think a lot of guys think that oh, you gotta have utility pants, like you know, oh, slim fit, you know, stretch, whatever. Mm-hmm. No, man, the answer is in the jackets, bro. Like you gotta have yeah. a cool ja- sport coat, chore jacket, even even leather jackets have fucking zippers for everything in there, man. Like it, there's so mm-hmm. much. I I I like my 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 black D pocket. I I love that thing. I love like there's that that big H like the, that slanted zipper. I put my wallet in there. I put the keys in the in the little coin one. You know, there's there's so much to, to put in there, and I I fucking love that thing. You know, but yeah, I mean, workwear is so practical. I mean, from the pants stand for pants, it's usually gonna be just hard wearing stuff that yeah. typically. And I mean, if you well, you just you just talked about this a little bit, but it's like you know, like yeah, like why would you want slim fit pants that you're going to be doing things in yeah um Mm -hmm. that like yeah so like i think i think yeah just like if you're if you're actually going to be doing stuff in pants if you're going to be hiking or even just like again spending all day walking around why not go with something with at least a straight leg maybe not even wide fit but slim clothes just aren't practical yeah and i feel like you know not not only they get draped they get like airflow and i don't Mm -hmm. like here's here's the thing uh I feel like I, I get hotter when things are slimmer. Like, yeah. as, as much as... If you as, can like, feel the fabric constantly, like, pressing against you, that's not fun. Yeah, no, exactly. And, and you know, the thing with all the stuff is, like, these are all pretty stylish things, you know? Like, mm-hmm. like obviously, athleisure is a thing. I just, I just don't think that, like, sweatpants or, like, athletic trousers or whatever, or even shirts, don't really go with a lot, you know? Like, they just don't, like they're not really conducive to like other styles while this stuff kind of works. It's still classic menswear, but like you could still wear like military chinos or like workwear pants or like wide leg denims with tailoring, you know, at creative offices, you know, low key lawyer from like, you know, like my friend, like, yeah, my, like our friend, Michael wears cotton suits from fucking universal yeah. works. And it's like, which and- are like their work suits, like quote unquote, like, you know, chore suits or whatever. And yeah. he wears them to a law office and no one no one gives him any guff so yeah no exactly uh, I mean, all these people again, saying oh i'll never be able to wear this in the office you're lying again he is a california lawyer so uh it's uh that might be that might be the big difference yeah <laughs> um but yeah you know all the stuff you know that's just basically what it is you know these cotton twills hbt's even even shirts like i don't like i i, I still have a lot of bra, bra- 
broadlands broadcloth slash poplin shirts and yeah i wear them but if i know i'm gonna be wearing something that's gonna take a beating i like you know walking around or even going to the beach like like things don't always i, I understand that like, practicality doesn't always mean that you're gonna be working it i know that like Mm-hmm. You know, you want something that you can wear to the beach, and yeah, you may, maybe you can't wear a sport coat to the beach, but you can. I mean, you could. You could wear a cotton linen one, you know, or madras, yeah. right? You could still do that. It's still fine. We've kind of, we've kind of done that. Uh, we had but, a friend do that. Yeah, I just wish maybe he didn't wear like chinos. He should have worn like shorts. I think it would have been fine if he wore shorts. You know. Yeah. But uh, but you know, like like you could wear like a, a chore coat, and we have we've worn like chore blazers to the beach, or 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 like our terry cloth mm-hmm. shirts, which are basically chore coats but made out of terry cloth. You know, like they've got. And I mean, yeah, topics. talking about practical clothing, like what's more practical if you're going to be at the beach or at a pool than a shirt made of towel? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's the ultimate garment. Absolutely, like yeah. Put away your like oh, just wear a polo shirt to the beach or a t-shirt or what linen. Like not no. Terry, like, bro, like, it's wear it, wear a towel. It's so easy. Uh, Spencer, when I was at the flea market last weekend, this should date you how long this was recorded in advance. Um, I saw Terry cloth drawstring pants, and I was so close to they're probably women's, they're probably, you know what I mean? But I was like, bro, someone make this thing, man. I will buy it right now. I mean, dude, it's like, we keep seeing in Esquire, like, all these, like, really cool, like, you know, like, old Esquire illustrations, all these, like, really incredible, like, double-breasted, like, terry cloth, patch pocket jackets, robes, whatever, and I'm like, holy shit, like, someone needs to make these again. These are so cool. Yeah, I I keep hoping i find it i mean there was an article about like the uh, terry cloth ulster robe which is i think is really cool like it's like it's, it's a good like i think that a tire house had it and i think like anderson shepherd or whoever made one but like you know it's like it's like an, it's like a polo ulster it's got the ulster collar like you know the, the piping mm-hmm. or, or like the, uh, the the swelled edge nice patch pockets on the thing i love that thing but just just make it shorter add some db buttons on it breast pocket yeah. i i i if, if a tailor is listening to this please I, I don't know. If I, I mean, once again, like the solution is we just need a brand to give us the reins for a capsule collection. Like yeah. we need to get successful enough that we can do a style and direction capsule collection with like, yeah, like the fucking we will do a, a, a work like a sport vest and we'll do the terry cloth double breasted jacket and like a suede. Spencer, I like, just got an idea. Jacket. Imagine. What? OK, I, I know none of us are, are actually like sewing people, but. We could just buy fucking random ass towels and make a fun terry cloth shirt, like the DB. You could. Like, like that, that would, would be, be like you know, like like pinks and blues and everything. Like, I think that's kind yeah. of fucking sick as a DB like thing you wear to the pool. A- epic, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's the terry cloth shirt should show you that practicality, even in like leisure, is possible, and it's still fucking stylish, it's still, man. It can it look looks, great, absolutely. Yeah, like none of this stuff looks bad. I mean. The only thing you have to get into your head is that it's menswear. Like if you're if you're super into tech wear, that's fine. Like like and tech wear mm-hmm. is like I've seen videos like like first off, I think tech wear is that obsession with versatility taken to the max. That's probably exactly what that means. But I'm like, dude, I don't I know it looks cool, urban goth ninja, it looks sick as hell. I mean, I, I'm an I'm an operator. I said I like operators. I think it looks cool. Yeah, but I don't. I don't actually need like twenty micro zip pockets all <laughs> over. Well, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like, see those like Kickstarters for it's like the only suit you'll ever need, or the only like the travel yeah. hoodie, and it has like a million pockets, and it's like 
honestly, how how are you going to be filling up all these? And I know we've talked about like, oh, we carry so much stuff in our pockets, but we all fucking put them into like two pockets, you know? Like it's yeah. all just there together. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't want to dig like, through everything. And I think we carry a lot of stuff more than the actual person. Like I'm a literal photographer. I literally bring a camera. Uh-huh. I, I don't. I don't need. I don't need a lot of that. Too many pockets, you know. Um, but uh, on that level, uh, uh, some of the Terry class stuff. I mean, like we talked about this before, rayon gab, dude. Like that yeah. is that's I, a great summer fabric, and it's maybe not like workwear. But if you're just thinking, oh, I'm going to be like out today, and it's going to be hot, it's like yeah, it's a really it, great it, fabric. It it drapes it, really well. It, it just has this well. cool sheen to it's, it. You know, you have unbuttoned. You know, it, it, there's a lot of great airflow that you get with it. Uh-huh. It breaks. I think a lot of mine say dry clean only. I've washed mine. None of them have shrank. Maybe they might have bled, but they, you know, like they're fine. And I love I. Mm-hmm. If like I said, like you know how we talked about in the OCBD, like okay, like if I'm not wearing spear point, if I'm gonna you know, if I'm gonna do something a little bit more regular with the OCBD, if I'm gonna be going out and I'm not do I don't need a tie at all. Rayon Gab shirts, man. Literally, yeah. where it it's sad that it's only as a Hawaiian shirt now, so you don't get like that plain, you know, like the plain vintage westerns or the plain vin like the plain. I mean, isn't uh, Wive? They're doing something similar right now. It's with a their, tensile, I with think. Their westerns, yeah. yeah. But I mean, yeah, same kind of same kind of deal, you know. And and those western shirts, I mean, I'm sure stylistically, that's why they're coming back because they are practical, they are hard wearing, and they look good, you know, with everything. Um, yeah. And I mean, really, really quick on that too. Like, versatility is also practical too. Like, you want to get something that will work with other things. I like I said with like tech wear mm-hmm. and the really cool stuff. I, if your only mode of dress is tech wear, then it's good. But like, say like for people like us who like to dip into multiple aesthetics, classic menswear allows you to kind of get that into that. You know, like like you know military yeah, chinos with a rugby exactly. kind of work it, for ivy. It you lends know. itself to a lot of different styles exactly that and that's a, that's a big part like you know and i think that if you get that in your head you also are allowed to think of things practically and you know with utility like okay i can wear this to work and i can wear it to hang out with my friends and i can wear this to like a bar and i can wear this if i'm gonna go in a photo shoot or or go study or whatever you know like there's you can do that without being yeah. too weird and it, again it still fucking looks good okay do we want to spend the last 15 20 minutes going over just the most practical things that we have in our wardrobe oh yeah well but before we do that let's just say like yeah we're not trying to discount modern stuff like oh no still... absolutely like yeah. i think I'm, i as as with everything this is all our personal preference again as people who <laughs> who like spent our formative menswear years collecting right. vintage stuff right um we just haven't we just I, I don't know i think we have an affinity for that kind of old school look yeah exactly so i mean like obviously we all own modern things like i have like modern undershirts i guess like i mean my Mm -hmm. i mean it's still cotton but it's like i don't know you're not gonna like you're not going out and buying like vintage undershirts or even like like stuff like you're not gonna drop fifty dollars or seventy dollars on like a three pack of the velvachine you know heavyweight vintage t-shirts you know yeah exactly i mean I will say sneakers are probably better now than before in that sense where there's just more comfort, probably more so with athletics. Um, but I still like, I wear Vans authentics, you know, and, uh, it's probably because vintage sneakers get hard and they feel weird and crusty. So they're not really that good, but you know, there's that stuff too. I mean, and also, like we said, like the lighter, like, I think that vintage tweeds feel cool, 
but vintage wools probably don't outclass modern wools. Again, yeah. don't get the super fine stuff, but like stuff like crisp air, stuff along that line, fox air probably, where it's like still dense and still uh, there's a lot of drape, but it's still uh, open weave. I don't know. If, I don't know if dense and open weave are this are actually in odds with each other <laughs> in that word, <laughs> but like it feels like there's heft to it, but it's also open weave. Yeah, it has like weight. Yeah, I I think that that is uh, you know probably one thing that, that the modern stuff is better i think also like you know probably modern shoes probably feel better you know uh well yeah like we said it's like with a lot of like athlete you know a lot of vintage athletic sneakers don't have a whole lot of arch support or ankle support stuff like that yeah um and we were talking because you just bought a pair of sneakers and it was like one of those things where it's like you know you have to you don't want to get like you know i well i'll talk about these in a little bit but i have my nike waffle racers which were it's like a reissue of one of the first like nike running shoes um and i mean i haven't tried to like work out in them but from what i understand they are not good for that yeah (laughs) yeah that's why i had to buy new like literal new ones Uh i can't just wear like vintage converse or whatever um but yeah uh also like one obviously last piece here before we get into like what we like to wear as practicality um but try and avoid dry clean stuff as much as possible. That def that definitely means suits if you if you don't really need mm-hmm. it. I think like the universal works like washable suit. I, I don't know if they're washable, but like you know like the cotton suits, uh, cotton work suits that are instructed that you can wash. I think that's fine. Um, but yeah, in general, right? Like these are these are like way better, and I think cotton can can resist friction better than like wool because like wool will yeah. start to pill and like degrade like if you sweat too much. So cotton doesn't really do that. I think, you know, like, like jeans aren't as, uh, and, and jeans, like you can wear jeans with everything, you know what I mean? Like, like there's mm-hmm. still that, there's a reason why jeans are really good. Um, but yeah, focusing cotton, Chino, HBT, stuff like that. A lot of Spencerized wardrobe is majority cotton. cotton yeah. Variations thereof, you know, I think only our, I think, tailored. I think if we both, it, like, you know, if we both had it our way, like every, yeah, all our suits could be cotton. Like, could be. be. I mean, I, I, I still like wool. But, I, it's you know. nice to have the variety, but it's like. That's again in Southern California, really nothing, uh, no cloth uh, beats cotton. Yeah, and hey, that also extends to corduroy. You know, like that. That still yeah. is a very hard. And if you look at a lot of like old ski wear, old like hiking wear, work wear, what was it made out of? Fucking corduroy. In a, you know, obviously mm-hmm. there was cotton twill and, and like you know, but there was corduroy. That's like a big deal of why it was so. Uh, it's such a great cash, and that's why trad people consider it casual because it came from that that kind of background um yeah but yeah so I mean, like it was you know like a european workwear fabric like that was what yeah it was. no ex- exactly exactly yeah. you know yeah taking these again spencer and i take these cues from vintage um uh you know these ideas that, that sportswear and workwear came from tailoring a little bit or they kind of were more mixed together as opposed to now where it's so separate but you know I think it's good to have that mindset where like what you buy should be seen as practical and aesthetically pleasing. I yeah. we're probably in the minority in the discord. Maybe that we tend to kind of combine all of our clothes together as opposed to some people who have like a lot more like, you know, like, like our friend Kiyoshi will have like 18 each for like really casual stuff. And then instant, then he'll swear tailoring for work. But for us, I think we could probably put the two together, like those two vibes. And that's kind of like the big thing about, the big eat casual Ethan essay were like, mm-hmm. I didn't want to just be like rugged Ivy or workwear. I needed to kind of find a way to meld it with what I wanted from tailoring. And the answer is that you can definitely do that kind of thing. You know, that that is definitely possible yeah. to take some mindset 
and you know a desire so let, let's let's finish off here let's let's talk about some of our favorite things to wear that's packed you know, we talked a little about, about our, our chore coats and everything yeah and so i think i think we got to give a shout out to maybe the most practical garment of all time the jungle jacket yeah seriously um, man which we there was something there was like a little bit of discussion about this in the discord i don't remember who it was but someone was like i just don't understand why the jungle jacket looks like this like with the weird pockets or whatever and i think i mean i think this is what's kind of cool about like old school workwear or military surplus so for those of you who don't know and i think probably everyone listening does but just in case jungle jacket was like the fatigue like you know combat jacket worn during the vietnam war uh, what's notable about it, it's like, you know, pretty standard, like looks like a BDU, just olive green, you know, cotton ripstop, ripstop or poplin yep. fabric. Uh, but then it's got slanted breast pockets uh, and all the pockets are have their bellow pockets and they're pleated. And so and someone flapped. was like, I just don't. And flapped. Yeah, and flapped. And someone was like, I just don't understand why the pockets are like that. But it, it's like, yeah, it's like it looks kind of weird, but it's for a practical reason. The pockets are pleated and, you know, bellowed. Uh, so and you can the, fit and more stuff in it. It's supposedly it, right or based on the paratrooper jacket, which had a yeah, belt. Yeah, it's based. Let's it, and it's based on the paratrooper jacket. But then the the pockets are the breast pockets are slanted, so it's easier to like reach in. And again, yeah. it's kind of like a weird you know design, but it's for a practical reason, and it gives it a really unique look. And that's what I think is is cool about it. I mean, yeah, I mean that's the basis of like why it was so i mean i don't know if menswear guys got it to because it's useful but like i i literally like wearing it with not just tailoring but t-shirts or whatever because like i could i got so much stuff it has man. like and you can fit like a shit ton of those pockets like it's incredible yeah. especially you if you close the pocket so if, it doesn't fall out yeah and if you use if you're using all four like man you can you can do whatever um but yeah we both have i mean the first ones we got were from uniqlo which i think they're fine because they're they're pretty standard like re- they were almost Kinda like reproductions slim, though you know but, a little uh, bit slim a little bit shorter than the originals obviously and the fabric was a lot thinner which some people were like oh that's nice because then you can wear it when it's hotter but i don't think the difference between a uniqlo reproduction and the original is enough that like the original would make you overheat it's a pretty lightweight jacket regardless i mean they wore, um, that's where they why they wore it you know yeah they wore them in the fuck they wore them in the jungle so i mean come on um, yeah but yeah i mean yeah. if you get if you can get one of those and the prices unfortunately have been going up the last few years for a jungle jacket but i heartily recommend trying to find one there's still I mean, enough a- out any there. kind um, of like military jacket I mean, there's different variations of it yeah obviously like, i mean like I've, you know we'd recommend sticking to the ones that are 100 percent cotton um yeah. and just the vintage ones i think the 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 vintage like ripstop the olive ones just have a much more interesting color than the poly blend ones you get in the 90s yeah exactly i and um but i was also gonna say like 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 military jackets of all kinds we talked about some military but like the m43s those are still practical oh yeah maybe yeah more, maybe more or like my elements you know but yeah. yeah i mean i have my like world war ii uh utility like hbt you know marine corps chore coat thing it's just like a three pocket olive drab hbt chore coat and i wear that like fucking like twice a week because again it's just like it's kind of i mean it's like the same you know it's like same configuration as a chore coat it's or sport coat it's roughly the same length it's got the three pockets it's just like very easy to throw on with everything um well i just want to shout out the drake's overshirt i really like that thing Mm. uh i don't again i don't wear as much now because i'm not really going out uh well maybe it'll change um 
but yeah, I like lots of pockets, button flaps, nice and pleated. They got the interior, you got the interior ones, which is really good. I've got, I've got two of, I got two of them. I've got red and blue. Yeah. Um, I don't know about the sizing now. I think they gotten slimmer, which is unfortunate over the uh, over the years. Um, but yeah, I still like wearing that. I still love putting you know stuff in my pockets and everything. Literally goes with so much, you know, ties and everything like that. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, I. Uh, what else is there? I mean, there's so much. We talked about the towel shirt already. You know, we talked, we talked about, about the OCBD. Yeah, in that Literally, full episode. Yeah. But what pockets. a what a practical garment. Um, exactly. Yeah. Um, Something that we, I mean, we we obviously have a full episode on the Milserp stuff. Uh, in terms of like workwear, I mean, leather, like I said, leather jackets are really practical for me because I have a lot of pockets and stuff in there that I use. It's warm, you know. It's still and also is the secret to cool. practicality just like big pockets. Like, is that like all we're talking about? Yeah, I I don't. The, the thing with techwear is that they always have mini pockets, like zips and like little flap. Yeah, it's like small just, pockets, but we want like four big ones. Yeah, bellow. I'm telling you that. I put this in the notes for the perfect suit, the, the bespoke suit one. But that fucking suit from It Happened One Night uh-huh. is the best suit of all time, man. Like, I would yeah. wear that shit. I don't know if I would wear it as a sport coat. I probably would if I had the full suit. But it's so good. You know, I could think of so many stuff I could do with that. Um, but yeah, OCBD, like, you know, Spencer and I routinely use our breast pockets and our shirts a lot. You know, we, we put, yeah. I put my phone in there. Um, I put my wallet in there because I too have a breast wallet which yeah. sticks out of my back pocket. So yeah, I, I yours is yours is thinner than my, mine, so yours will work for you know. Yeah, and I normally keep mine in my shirt pocket. Um, if, right, if I can. Yeah. Um. What's else? Uh, something that we both like doing, and I think that we kind of see now is more sport coat fits. Like like mm-hmm. uh, Spencer routinely like if we're going out, even you know, even though yeah he could wear a short coat, like he'll still wear like a tweed jacket or whatever, you know. It's still practical, looks nice, looks cool against boots. It's like a seventies kind of a thing. Yeah, well, because um, it's again, it's like oh well, it's like you know, it's not. Uh, it was happening in the fall a lot because um, I just don't have a whole lot of midweight jackets. I guess. Well, I do, but I just get bored of them, and it's like oh, I could wear the same olive or blue midweight jacket that i've worn you know three other times or i can throw on this tweed sport coat which isn't going to be uncomfortable has a lot of pockets it's going to keep me warm like whatever that's like that's the mindset behind it yeah and then like like propping your collar up is kind of cool too i mean i'm kind Mm -hmm. of you know i don't know that doesn't really work with like tail like with a tie but you know wearing it with like you know like a sweater if you're doing yeah exactly shirt or something i think it looks really cool um I will also say I do love my utility vest. Uh, I got mm-hmm. that from Informale. It's probably the literal. Like I mean, that, that's kind of becoming a thing. Like we, when I wrote about it, it was like the tail end of that whole utility trend, right? Like every guys are wearing like safety vests and like fisherman vests. But I do like the more tailored ones from like Informale or um, P. Johnson, I think, or even like the sport vest, you know, that you see. Yeah. Like I think it looks I mean, really I cool, my... so practical. I have my Browns Beach, which I wore all the time over over you know the last year, just at home, uh, just to keep my core warm, and also because it's got those four big ass pockets that I could put whatever I needed in there. Yeah, and they go with like you could wear it with chinos, you could wear it with yeah. a hoodie. Like it still looks good with like so many different things, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also like getting into hats, right? I mean, we had a whole episode on that, but like you know, 
bucket hats, ball caps, like these protect you from the sun and they look cool. You know, it's not like you have to, like you don't have to wear a hoodie, like you know, and yeah. put that on. Like you know, you you can. I mean, yeah, like a cotton a cotton bucket hat is is the ultimate summer hat because it's not it's like casual enough that it can be worn because it's like I love you know my like western my my strata liner my stetson. But, you know, you don't always want to be wearing a cowboy hat. Sometimes you want something that you can just, like, take off and stuff in your pocket, which a cotton bucket hat you can do. I mean, I do like wearing my fedora. I, I love wearing it in the... It's, your bucket hats are cool, but it's cotton, so it absorbs water when it's raining. Well, I think, fedora, like, right? I think like, like, <laughs> bucket hats are better for summer. Fedoras are going to be better yeah. for fall, winter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I do like, yeah, fedoras are, like, ultimately practical. I mean, there's beanies, too. And the thing was, you know, I'll, okay, I'll, I'll come back to that, to that note later. But I just want to say, like, sometimes to make it practical and to make it utilitarian within menswear, you have to just be okay with being casual. Like, if, you're, if your concern mm-hmm. is being formal all the time, then it probably isn't going to work for you. Um, I mean, watches are practical. That's cool style yeah, thing, I mean- right? Yeah, it's like what what I've been getting more into watches recently and what I find that I like more than dress watches is I think like tool watches are cool. Uh, like I'm, for example, right now wearing my Seiko dive watch from the 70s and I don't use it for diving, but it has this rotating bezel where sometimes if I'm like, oh, I need to do something 15 minutes from now, I can set a timer on my phone or I can just set the bezel and it does it. Yeah. Um, which I think, you know not using it for its intended purpose, but I'm still getting some practical use out of it. Yeah. And I think, you know, I don't really wear watches as much, but you know, I, I think I, I do like the practicality of it. I know that that all just has said that, you know, it's like a, it's, it's like a combination of like, just like mechanical genius and utility all packed into one really cool mm-hmm. piece of metal on your wrist. Um, but yeah, no, I think that there, there's a lot of options out there that, that you can do within menswear to be practical and everything. Um, it's, you know, clothing supposed to be lived in. I don't, you know, I absolutely I don't think that you have to be, have everything so partitioned or so specialized. Like you can, you can, you can absolutely do everything that we're doing. Um, because there's this, there's this idea that we talked about and this maybe should have been at the front of it, but we'll close out maybe like, you know, next five minutes. But like the idea of forced versatility, I think is something that per, per, you know, is what happens in menswear. Like you really like this thing. So you're going to make it work for you across everything that you want it to do. Um, uh-huh. We That's kind of the base behind wearing a sport coat all the time. Like, yeah, we don't have to wear it. We probably could wear some like nylon dad jacket or a Patagonia vest or something. But I like, I, I, I love it. I love the look exactly. of, a, of a sport coat. And so I'm going to turn it into what guys would do from a Patagonia sport vest or whatever. It's like, I'm going to, put my wallet my keys my phone my cameras everything i need into this thing i'll make it work and it works for shoes too i mean again we we live in california so we have a car that could carry other stuff for us and take us from place to place in the rain so Mm -hmm. we probably don't need to have like you know vibram soles or or day night soles that that you know everything but you know if, if if that's what you need like if you need to wear sneakers all the time there are ways to wear sneakers and wear tailoring or wear menswear. Like I said, like, like yeah. there's that, that image I have of, of, of Doug wearing his, you know, flea market outfit and he's wearing like military chinos with like vintage sneakers. It still looks cool. It's still a look still works for his vintage, you know, Americana thing that he's doing, 
but yeah you know it's 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 and i mean we talked about like if you live in a city where you're going to be doing more walking than we do in orange county in los angeles um then you're probably going to be wearing sneakers with suits a lot more and you know while i'm not always a big fan of the look it's it always looks good on them on those guys like the guys over in new york because it's what they had to do and it just makes sense you know it doesn't look like it's being forced or anything right and um there's an idea where you know where you are should kind of affect what you what you dress and 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 be 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 self-aware about it you know like obviously we're not gonna make you uh you know um like wear wear a three-piece or something and you're in fucking like saudi arabia i don't know like you know like you don't you don't need to do that but Mm -hmm. but there there's a way to kind of figure out what you want for menswear and kind of make it work for your lifestyle i mean again we all a lot of guys in discord have different lifestyles and different needs from their clothing and we all still wear what we do i mean yeah talk to kyo i mean kiyoshi is a pretty good example and, and the guys in new york where you have to brave like crazy crazy snow you know and mm-hmm. you know yeah it's a trend to wear a parka with your suit but sometimes you gotta wear it if you're gonna keep if you really want to wear a suit but you also want to keep warm you know yeah. it's 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 gonna be a little like and and the people who would say that, that that doesn't work are people who are not open-minded who don't get forced versatility and who just don't get the idea that menswear should be practical um and aesthetically pleasing you can you can literally have exactly both, you know yeah well like like i was gonna say i think like yeah just so much of it and a lot of what we've been talking about recently just comes from you can't you shouldn't be afraid to wear your clothes out yeah um don't don't your your clothes are meant to if you just get down to the the brass tacks, it's just something that's meant to protect you from the elements. Um, that's how that's how you can treat it. Yeah, and that you know, I I definitely think that contributes to slouch. You know, I I think that slouch mm-hmm. is kind of like the the opening ground. You know, but there's a lot to expand on here. There's a lot to open your mind to, because people have done it for a long time and people continue to do it today. You know, Bill Cunningham looks great with his camera on his bike with the chore coat. Like he's not wearing a fucking like, you know, biking outfit to do that. Mm. Right. Like, you know, there are people wearing, Oh yeah, we have parkas and anoraks, you know, like that. Those are really practical and they look cool. You know, these things still work and people, and there are brands making variations thereof today. You know, there are ways to find this, even if you're like, okay, well, I don't want to wear something like I want to wear something that I can wick moisture. Well, fine. There's, you know, there, there are like Laura Piana, like rain system. Like there's fabric from Laura Piana that is, that has like waterproof, you know, there are mm-hmm. high twist uh, wools for a reason that don't wrinkle, you know, there is so much, in menswear that just you just need to open your mind to it and do a little bit of research find out and and, and talk to people it's important yeah well yeah i mean obviously i mean you know you can't like everything you cannot go into the mall and expect to be in the same clothing that we do there's a little bit of vintage a little bit of contemporary uh, commissions there's a lot in there but you know breaking opening your mind to those possibilities and and like Spencer said realizing that clothing is meant to for you and that you can live in it will do you so many favors and mm-hmm. that will make you look cool slouch will come with yeah. there um again love seeing ryan just sitting there with his suit pockets full of markers just doodling away that is so cool it's not fake I will, and it's you know it's, it's it's authentic to him and really quick i will say so i think a lot of people would say it's like well i'm spending so much money on this i don't want to ruin it have you ever like completely worn through a suit 
by using its pockets or anything like maybe like not let's say like not a vintage suit that's you know 80 plus years old and you like blow out in the crotch or whatever have you ever like ruined a suit by wearing it too hard yeah i I oh you have yeah no oh okay okay well there you go yeah see (laughs) See, that's what i'm saying that's my point it doesn't happen like it could but like we've we've been in this for years and years and i've never like ruined a new thing because i've worn it too hard exactly i mean i don't know and especially if if it's something casual like milsip or work like you can just patch that shit right up man Mm mm-hmm that's what makes it even cooler. I mean, again, we don't we don't try and buy new things too often. I, I had to patch up my OCBD. I think I mentioned that too, like on the on the on the elbows because it blew out. And I love that thing. It, it's patchy. It, it still can take a beating, man. It's proof that after like what f- like forty years, it can still take a beating, man. And that's that's really yeah. what you want. Looks with same thing with footwear. You know, they're, they're, these are really they're practical. You know, um, and there are definitely ways to get to get in that. You just need to look around and expand your mind. And check Expand out the images. Mind. Check out the images that we included as inspiration in the yeah in the uh, show notes. Um, well, anyway, guys, thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed our talk on this. We're probably gonna follow this up with a uh, a panel discussion on our stream as we normally do on Saturdays on Twitch.tv/slash Sound Direction. Starts at eight p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Saturdays. Um, goes till about ten. You can send in your outfits on that day uh, to us to be That's on Saturday. 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 But uh, if you don't want to do that, you just want to watch us play video games, you can come in on Wednesdays at the same time, 8 o'clock to 10 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. We just chill out. Maybe talk about men's work, talk about life, talk about feet pics, apparently. Um, <laughs> we did that once. Did it just once. We don't want to set a precedent for that. Yeah, um, this but... is not going to be a recurring topic. I'm putting. Yeah. I'm drawing the line. <laughs> you, you almost said... Putting your putting your foot down. I'm putting I'm putting my foot down. Taking a picture and and yeah, I'm t- putting on my foot down, taking a picture, and then sending it to the Discord. That's right. <laughs> you should do oh, that. Oh yeah, on that join day. the join the Discord to get the feet pics. If you want the feet pics, uh, go to Patreon.com/slash/style and direction. Five dollars a month gets you access to that Discord. Um, ten dollars a month. We say your name. That's right. And so you also big, get access to the Discord and a bonus yeah. episode. Both of those yep. get bonus episode. Yeah, both. Yeah, we, the only thing you're paying five dollars extra for is the name. Um, yeah. So thank you to Austin Malat, Shane Curry, Philip Gard, Audrey Jessica, Jeremy Ostriker, and Guy Zhang. Thank you very much for being our top tier patrons. Yeah, thank you. Um, anything else we need to we need to plug? Nope. No, uh, p- plug it in. Damn it! I, that's well, on my right. Instagram is Spencer DSO. Yeah, I, I thought I, thought, I was thinking of a joke, but I couldn't do it. Uh, my Instagram is at Ethan M Wong. Uh, you can follow the Instagram of the pa- of the podcast on Sound Direction, all spelled out. Uh-huh. There's a lot of cool stuff. That's where we put all the pictures of everything we talk about, as well as the show notes. Um, sometimes we post some of our favorite stuff, Saturday stuff on that we're starting that as a, as an option as well. That's right. Uh, so follow it. Um, and big, a big thank you to our producer MJ for producing the podcast. Don't get on mic. Uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. Is that a new, new way to close it? That's how I'm, that's how I'm closing it. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye.